0: Some of you have heard this story a couple of times for the, the handful of us that were at his funeral. And then a few years later in a sermon, I, I, um, I repeated the story and, and I do again of, of Bill Berry and the extraordinary way that he loved people. And at, at his funeral... Um, Phil Turner, the pastor of many years now of Pine Street Baptist, a sister congregation just down the street from Tabernacle in Richmond, um, at the time was being mentored by this wise old clergyman named Bill Berry and as young phil still learning the ropes on how to be senior pastor in a, in a way that people could receive the love of christ in the most authentic way he he followed bill around and um together they served and phil told the story at at bill's funeral uh, that's a little crass but but quite poignant of, of a man that Bill had known for years that was a raging alcoholic and had been arrested. And when Bill and Phil received word that this man had been arrested, they immediately went to the hospital to go and check on him because he's somebody that had been loved very well by both of these gentlemen and, and the church. And when they arrived there, they discovered that he was handcuffed. He was belligerent in the moment, if I remember correctly, and was handcuffed to the bed, um, two sets of handcuffs, right? One one on one side of the bed with the left hand and the other with with the right. And and as Bill and Phil entered the room, the man's face was filled not only with rage, but also just with tears, tearful rage. And it took him a little while to get their bearings and to figure out what in the world, the, what was going on. And Somehow it had been conveyed that, um, that he was desperate to go to the bathroom and there was nobody that would take him, and it was a breaking point. And Phil, the young pastor, says he will never forget watching senior Bill Berry walk up and unzip that man's pants and, and help him relieve the urine from his body in full humility and as, uh, as that humiliating, humble, beautiful act took place of a pastor just taking care of someone in their most desperate moment, you could see the rage leave the man's body. And you could see the love of Christ pour out with hardly a word spoken from the senior uh, wise clergyman that was there modeling Christ-like love. That's just one of the many stories that was told at Bill Bill Barry's funeral service at Pine Street Baptist multiple years ago. Bill Barry, somebody that's known to Tabernacle, is one that helped her discover who she was at a moment of time when the church was pretty much clueless as to who she was anymore. He first arrived right, right on the heels of, of a really difficult stretch of time where Tabernacle had said goodbye to a beloved and revered pastor named Raymond Brown. The two associate pastors that were serving the church left right after Dr. Brown left. Dr. Brown was going to be a seminary professor, and these two assistant pastors, also beloved in the church, were were being called to go be senior pastors in other congregations, Bill Berry showed up to Tabernacle at a time where, where the stabilizing forces that had walked with the church in her tremendous years of growth um, were, were getting old, and, and some of them dying, some of them leaving Richmond to go and live closer with families. 1960s, as a matter of fact, is the year that Claire Williams, the widow of Dr. Aubrey Williams, died. Um, many will say she was the mother of the church, the stabilizing presence in the life of that church for decades. And so when Bill Berry first came on February 1st, 1960, from a tiny little church, I believe in in North Carolina, it's pretty clear that he had no idea what he was getting into. And it's very clear to me that Tabernacle had no idea who it was God was about to bless them with. It is Bill Berry that showed up and willingly got onto a roller coaster ride where he found fellow passengers not having any idea that they were in fact on a roller coaster ride. If you imagine the growth trajectory of the church, imagine with me if you will, Uh, a triangle, right? Uh, And Tabernacle for decades, as you know, just climbed numerical growth, numerical growth. And as Tabernacle grew, uh, inevitably that's matched with the, the growth of the city. The little country church suddenly found herself with the borders of the city being pushed further and further out, no longer in the country, but rather smack dab in the middle of the city. And as the city grew, the church grew. And you look at the growth chart and it's just mesmerizing. It's unbelievable. And the thing about that is is as great as that probably was in that long stretch of period of time, most of the people that that lingered didn't realize that by choosing not to get out of the pews – they ended up staying on a roller coaster ride, not knowing that they were about to reach that last click. You know that moment when you're on a roller coaster and it goes click, 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 And you get right there to the very top and you just get this beautiful perspective and it's amazing. And then all of a sudden you hear the release mechanism and then all that dead still silence. You find yourself now rushing straight downhill. As rapidly as Tabernacle grew, the, the numerical descent of the church had momentum that was even faster than the growth of moving toward the top of the apex. Bill Berry showed up at the moment right as that mechanism was released, and the church found herself diminishing numerically by the day. The church that found herself no longer in the country, but rather in the bustling, growing, bright city, now found herself in what would be dubbed the inner city. And Bill Barry didn't show up to the church thinking that he was going to help the church understand what it meant to, to be a church, an inner city. But there's something inside of him that was born when he came to Tabernacle and very shortly thereafter he helped birth it in us. Bill is the one that would show up, we're told, to people's homes that he knew had extra coats in their closet and would literally just grab a coat and say, I'm taking this. I know somebody that needs it. And within minutes, he will have walked it down the street and put it on a poor child's back. Bill was known to do the same thing with food. He'd show up and eat a meal with somebody and he'd say, you know what, I'm going to take half of this meal and I'm going to pack it up and I'm going to take it to somebody's house that I know needs it. Bill got it. He could see the need in the city and he could see the church's role in meeting that need. And in turn, in so many ways, I am convinced it was Bill Berry, not the great senior pastors that would follow and not the people that received all the accolades, but quiet little Bill Berry in his nine years of service that helped unlock something in the church that to this day is a key aspect of our understanding of who we are. I share the story with you today because lately I've been feeling especially grateful for all of the people that have come along the way that that stayed for several years in some cases or in others just for a day or two, you know, but people that just showed up at just the moment that we needed them and didn't realize that we did. Even now, there are people that are arriving that are the exact people that we need to be with us, and they aren't even known to us yet by name. And so, yes, of course, in the work of remembering, we look backwards and we thank God for the gift of those that were standing in front of everyone whose voices were heard repeatedly. But so much more, we thank the people that hardly ever found themselves in the spotlight. And yet God used them in a way that drew others to the light of Christ in the way that they served so faithfully and with so much authenticity and reminded us that our central task as Christian people is to find Christ in the lives of those who are in need and in turn find ourselves in the beautiful mutuality and the relationships that are established through the gift that is Christ's presence. I'm feeling grateful today. I hope you'll join me in looking for those that aren't standing in the light and offering a word of gratitude and going where Christ leads us through their example. Blessings, friends. Hope you have a great week.